the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to The Common Good. You're on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. It's great to have you with us today. And we are thrilled to be joined uh, by Bonnie Christian. She's an author and the editorial director of Ideas and Books at Christianity Today. Bonnie, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we love having you on. Thanks so much for doing this. Hey, uh, I'm intrigued by your title at Christianity Today. Tell us more. What do you do at Christianity Today? Well, uh, so the ideas side of things means I generally oversee um, ideas is kind of like the the trendy uh, term for it in journalism right now. And I guess we're glomming onto that trend, but it's mostly what it means is what you traditionally call like opinion coverage. Um, So I do a lot of that, especially online, some in print as well. And then um, books a little bit more self-explanatory. We, we do a lot of reviews, especially of Christian books, um, though we're branching out to look at some um, more thoughtful secular titles as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially when it comes to opinion pieces and especially when it comes to Christianity Today, where uh, lots of people have opinions about Christianity Today. Uh, What's it like to be uh, to hear that all the time? I guess I'm wondering journalism in general right now that seems to be under attack. What's it like to be in that field in general and in the Christian field in particular? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think it's um, it's an interesting place to be, certainly. Uh, I think that uh, in terms of Christianity Today specifically, one thing that I, I remind myself of when things get pretty vitriolic, especially on the social network formerly known as Twitter, yes. um, is that this is not a representative sample of the American church. Um, and like the kinds of things that people get work up, worked up about, um, that is not what the average person in the pew is thinking about. Um, you, you know, when I I'm, the hesitation that I might feel in a in a tense online conversation and saying that I work at Christianity Today, that is not something that I ever feel in real life, you know, walking yeah. into any any congregation. Um, and so I, I think uh, the the online versus real life distinction continues and is important to keep in mind. Yeah, very true. Well, we appreciate what you guys do over there a lot. We talk, uh, we take lots of stories from you guys and uh, and enjoy it a lot. Well, one thing you wrote just like a week ago was called The Fault in Our Norms. How do you decide what should be normal in a secularized, fragmented society? And I really appreciated it, just trying to get my mind around this concept of normal. Uh, so talk to us about the background. Why did you write this and help people understand kind of what the point was? Yeah, well, so the the immediate inspiration was this article at The Atlantic, um, which an author named Tyler Austin Harper wrote. Uh, and it was it was sort of nominally about this this very buzzy book about polyamory that came out um, yes. and that created a big conversation on that subject. And so he's talking about the book. Um, and how the author, frankly, seems miserable with this life that she's, you know, sort of touting. Um, and and he says, you know, I, I, that's not like me reading between the lines. She literally says again and again, I don't like this. Um, and so he has this great analysis um, for about like the first three quarters, just explaining like that this 
the sort of broader mindset of where you, you kind of design your own life and you have to constantly work on yourself and, and mm. become this unique person um, and, and a personal brand, like this whole sort of mindset of, of self-creation that we have now. Um, he, he really dissects that and is like, this is terrible. Um, mm. This is like the way that we're living now and it's, it's not a good thing. And then he came to the end and wanted to, you know, sort of close with why it's so bad. And his answer was like, well, poor people can't do it. Um, it's, it's something that's really only available if you have the, the wealth to have like the leisure time um, to, to engage in this, um, this thing that you've just condemned that people should not be engaging in. Um, and it was, it was so fascinating to me because he's a, a, a sh very sharp writer, a, a good thinker. Um, but it, it felt like at the end he didn't have, there was no widely accepted norm anymore mm. that he could reach mm -hmm. for and say like, and this at the root of it is why it's bad. Um, and I found that so interesting in someone who, you know, it's, it's not like he's, uh, uh, uh not thinking about things clearly and carefully. Um, and it, and it got me thinking about this larger problem, um, of a lack of widely accepted norms where if, you know, everyone wants people to behave themselves and to not yeah. do bad things. But if we can't agree on what behaving yourself looks like, what's good, what's bad, um, why are, what should motivate our behavior? Uh, what, what do you do at that point? Like that's a, a pretty difficult place to be and going for something, um, like this writer did of like class analysis. It's just not like, it's not that it doesn't bring good insight to the situation. Right. It often does, but it's not enough. It's not enough to organize a society wide understanding of what is good and normal and right to do. Hmm. Man, that's a lot to think about. So what's the church's message there? Uh, I'm a pastor. So um, if this is the trend we all feel in our culture, what's the message that should be clearly coming from the church? Yeah, well, I mean, in this case, my my article as well kind of ended not with a, a bang, but with a whimper, right? Because <laughs> as a Christian, I want to say, like, what should be grounding our norms and telling us what's good and what ought to be normal is Christianity. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, th this is a tension that I, that I often feel in writing about like big social trends or political things. Like I don't want to rule out the possibility that God does something, you know, like another great awakening, something miraculous, a big revival, something on that scale. But looking at it, you know, sort of in terms of like mundanely, like things that I can personally do or say about this, I, I don't know. I mean, the trend lines on um, religiosity generally and, and the Christian faith specifically in America, those are all pretty clear and absent divine intervention. I don't really see those turning around. And right. so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that you'll see people suggest sort of like a vague, like a return to sort of a vague mid-century um, kind of secularized Judeo-Christian foundation. Um, and number one, I don't think that's going to happen. But number two, I don't think that that sort of like the Christian ethics, but without a real commitment to the Christian faith, I don't think that actually works when push comes to shove on the harder stuff that goes beyond mm. like kind of be nice and, and mind your manners. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like even within the church, there's there's a kind of a breaking down of the norms. There does seem to be. Well, I'd ask you if you feel that way, if you see that uh, in the people you talk to and what you observe, that it feels like within the church, there's hey, you be you, you do what you do, kind of under the umbrella of Christianity. Do you see that seeping also into the church, not just with our message outside the church, but within the church? To some extent, yeah. And I think you see it um, in different ways, in different contexts, right? And so, I, you know, 
um, it might be easy to point to sort of like the, the progressive version of that, perhaps mm -hmm. with like sexual ethics, right? But I think you can also point to like the more right wing version of that with being really nasty to people in mm -hmm. the name of politics. Um, so I think that there are a lot of versions of that. Uh, I was talking with a friend a couple of days ago, and we were talking about, you know, the way that uh, churches, like specifically congregations or at the denominational levels, the way that they drift and change, not necessarily in positive ways over time. And I, I suggested that perhaps, you know, we tend to think about like anchoring ourselves, mm -hmm. um, you know, you anchor yourselves in the foundation of the faith. Um, but perhaps maybe that's not quite the best metaphor and we should really be thinking that you got to constantly be rowing in the right direction or mm. you will start drifting the other way. Oh, that's, that's good. I, I think I just earlier today was talking about our need to anchor ourselves. So that's yeah. a good one to think <laughs> about. That's good to wrestle with. Well, we're just tipping the surface here. I'd encourage people to check out Bonnie at Christianity Today. Uh, and then I see you've written about Apple Vision Pro over at Yahoo <laughs> and some other things. So I'd encourage people to Google your name. But if they want to read your stuff, if they're like, wow, I want to hear more of what she's got to say, where could people find you and where can they follow you? Yeah, well, of course, you can find me, my, my primary um uh, where I work and the primary mm -hmm. home of my writing right now is Christianity Today. Um, so ChristianityToday.com. Um, but if you're looking for me personally, I also have a Substack, um, BonnieChristian.com. That is uh, Christian with a K. Uh, and if you subscribe there, I also, uh, on a weekly basis, round up my writing elsewhere. So things like that Apple Vision Pro article that are not yep. at CT that might be a little bit more difficult to find otherwise. That's great. Well, thank you so much for doing this again. Bonnie Christian is an author and editorial director of ideas and books at Christianity Today. Well worth checking out all that she writes. Bonnie, thanks. This was great. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yep. You're listening to The Common Good, AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.